Yo! What's up? How you doing, eh? How are you doing? It's me. I'm back. It's Cheers Jeff. I didn't leave completely. I had a hiatus. A non-planned break. Welcome back. I truly believe in momentum. Not in a physical term, but completely mental. I feel like when you get yourself on a roll of doing something and things are going good, it's very easy to, once you stick to the the same processes that, that you were doing, you're well able to kind of continue that momentum and reap the rewards. But once any little thing comes in comes in contact with that momentum, that rolling stone, um, it slows it down or stops it completely sometimes. And I really feel like when when you come off the tracks, of course, it's just so much harder to get going again. It's like if you're running down a hill, it's it's hard to it's almost hard to stop. You just kind of keep going. You just keep churning your legs, and it's easy to keep going. But one little stumble, and it's just tough to get back on that. Whatever it is, and I took a little stumble in the podcast world. The there was no obvious topic for me, so I was kind of going into it willy nilly, just like, oh, we'll see what happens. I'd said before that I didn't want to, like, I don't want to be scripting an episode, but at the same time, I don't want to be going in absolutely blind because that is almost as bad. It's worse. And I tried recording an episode with just the most random things. This one will probably be the same, to be honest. But I wasn't in the right frame of mind and the oh, just lacked completely lacked energy. And it, it felt really forced. When I listen back, oh, it's just, oh, no, I'm not putting that out. That's horrible. It was just shit, like. You know when you just do something and it's just shite? There's no getting around it. There's no point in even pretending. You just know it is shite. And I feel like you just know, oh, he's not really in that, is he? He's just he's just there. He's just taking part. Um, Just going through the motions, really. Uh, what was I saying? So yeah, I just think I lost momentum, and that's why nothing went up last week. And I was like, ah, it's grand. It's only one week. And then starting this week's ep, this week's episode was so much harder because I was 
It's two weeks now since I've done them properly. And it's not that I don't think I should have put one out anyway just for the crack, just for the sake of it. It's, um, but yeah, it's just, it's tough. It's tough to get going again with anything. It's the same with training. Like, if you take a week off training, then you have to go back. You're like, oh, but the week off was so nice, even if it wasn't at all. And you lose that, <coughs> that, um, that kind of positive mood you get from the exercise and you forget why you do it you forget the the good feelings you get from doing it even if it's just ticking something off that can feel great sometimes for your for your mental health it's very good to take things off and just know that you're doing stuff so yeah I think I really believe momentum is a big thing doesn't really solve the issue of me missing an episode but um yeah I think it's the same with busyness before all the lockdowns um you know, I'd be working five days a week I'd train the odd evening I'd be doing research on my like future travels in New Zealand then you'd be socialising and you just you'd fill up your days easily, fill up your weeks, and it wasn't as ever it wasn't ever like I was getting too tired to do it, and you know if I needed a rest, I needed a rest, I'd come home from work and do nothing, but every day I was doing something, and now in the lockdown, it's very hard to kind of convince yourself that you're actually doing something close to a day's work sitting at home like and I think when you lose that those full days of busyness there's probably a much better word than than just using busyness because I don't think that's even a word um, it's just business mm. um Yeah, I just think it's key to kind of just keep shit going, you know what I mean? Just keep it going, yeah? And on that that seventh day in a row, when you're like, oh, I should just take a break. You know, I'll do it tomorrow. You know, deep down, you just know that that's not going to happen. And you've just missed out on one day or one session, whatever it is. So just do it. Because you know afterwards you'll be happy. You'll be so much... You'll be just glad you did it. So what I probably should have done last week, if I'm to try solve this for myself, rather than just spouting on about not very helpful things that sound kind of helpful um maybe the next day when i realized oh that was shit recording i had no energy the next day i should have just done it again started from scratch and i know over the weekend there was nice weather and that could have completely changed my mood and i might have recorded really well then 
but instead I wiped the slate for the week, which I don't think was right. Maybe I should have said for those couple of days I'll just leave it, just forget about it, rather than kind of mulling around, procrastinating and avoiding it like like we all do. Just just wipe those couple of days off. Say fuck it, I'm not going to get anything done. There's no point in even thinking about it, and just write it down for two days later. So that's what I probably should have done. Should have just done it a couple of days later. And if it was late, it was late. But anyway, here I am a week later doing a podcast and it already feels better to be doing it. This is what I'm talking about. I already feel better just from sitting here recording, chatting about my own fucking worries than, than not doing it. And I know as well, I know if I didn't do it this week, I'd be screwed. I'd fucking, I'd miss a whole month or, I don't know. It'd just get harder and harder to come back and and do the work for it. That's not even work. This isn't a job. Like, this is just my hobby. And I like doing it, but you just, you forget those little details. You forget how much you like something until you do it. Or you forget the good you get from it. As I said with the training, it's like, I don't go to the gym at the moment, obviously, but when I used to go to the gym, coming home after a gym session, you'd feel so good, very sore and very tired and sweaty, and but you'd just feel great, and you jump in the cold pool, and your body just, oh, it feels fucking amazing. You've got like shivers because your muscles are so tender and but you feel fucking beastly even if you've just done a bloody calf session (laughs) you feel like you could lift the world and it's those little things you have to remind yourself this is why I do it but at the moment or in the moment when you come across that barrier to stop your momentum it's very, very hard to kind of pinpoint those why I do it. I'm just jabbering on. Just chatting. That's what I'm doing. What also didn't help, having a weekend without the Six Nations after having two weekends in a row of great rugby, that was tough. That's what I'm going to blame it on, right? (laughs) We had two weekends in a row of Six Nations, and then the weekend off, and that's what killed momentum, that's what it was, I'm going to blame the Six Nations, because they shouldn't have taken a week off, and there'll be another weekend off after this one but I've learned my lesson so I can't blame that again I can only use that once but it's back this weekend anyway Ireland Italy England Wales two really good games well one very good game and one good game from an Irish perspective on Saturday and then the France Scotland game was called off France team have Covid cases unfortunately I swear they were the first team to get COVID cases last year as well. And 
it was around this time of the year. Well, it was Six Nations time, so it kind of has to be. But it is the 25th of February. Last year, the first games that were cancelled were uh, the weekend of the 8th, 9th of March. Scotland, France was the last game. And then it was all the way till the 24th of October until we played Italy. Because we'd missed our fourth round match. Yeah, that's right. England-Wales. That's interesting. England-Wales was cancelled. It's the same fixtures. That's mad. You'd swear I'd planned this. Um, That weekend, the 8th of March, Scotland played France. We were scheduled to play Italy. And England were scheduled to play Wales. The exact same fixtures as this weekend upcoming and we didn't go to Italy and the England-Wales match was cancelled and then as I said the rest were played in late October and this time around it is the France-Scotland game that was cancelled because the France team have um, positive COVID cases so that sucks And but as of yet as of now Thursday Ireland are playing Italy and Wales are playing England. So hopefully that'll still go ahead. I don't see why it wouldn't. There doesn't seem to be any cases in those camps anyway. But yeah, it's funny there's the same same fixtures. And it's about, well there's about two weeks in the difference, but it's a bit mad that it's happening again one year later. But this is the world we're living in, eh? Yeah. Living with COVID. Tips and tricks. Anyway. Four out of the ten teams have shown their their new cars for the 2021 season in Formula 1. Uh, we had McLaren first, then AlphaTauri, Alfa Romeo, and now Red Bull is the re- mo- most recent one. I think when they're all released, it'll be... Well, it'll be March, when March tenth by the time they're all released earliest. Uh, Ferrari's the last to be to s- schedule to release their livery. But I think when they're all released, I'll do a a ranking of of car design because, as we all know, that's the most important part about Formula One: how the cars look, isn't it? So far, a little bit disappointing. Couple of teams very similar to their old ones, but sure look. Well, we'll come to that when when they're all released. We'll see who's who's flashy. Plus, still to come is the two new teams in the grid. So that's kind of the most exciting part of the delivery designs. Alpine is scheduled for second of March as well as Mercedes and Aston Martin on the third of March. So that's kind of the most awaited in terms of car design. But it's good to see Formula One is nearly back. Only one month to go. Until the first race, that is. Going back to when I said about procrastinating. It's given me a good chance to um, work my way down the, the Netflix list. So that was much needed. I'd say it's been a... It's been a long time since I properly gave new stuff on Netflix to go. And the list is... It's about, I don't know, like 50 series of movies long. 
I'll probably never get through it because I'm still adding random new things that pop up. Um, but World War Two in color was something I watched the other day. Or I started watching. I think it's six episodes long, and it's all old footage from the war, colorized, and it is a really good watch. If you have any interest in that kind of history of the war, World War Two, nineteen thirty, nineteen thirty forties. It is well worth a watch. Really well narrated. Good music. Good. Like the footage is unreal. Because it's all actual footage from the war. It's just mental to see. Back when. They didn't have cameras on phones or. You know. They just had those big. Boxy wooden yokes. Or metal. Things on tripods. I don't know what they had to be honest. But they weren't great. But it is amazing to see the footage nonetheless. None nonetheless. Another way I was procrastinating was I have a, a succulent plant in my room and I repotted that because it was getting a little little too big for its pot. Big bit too big for its boots. So I got a new pot, a bit of bit of soil, um Took the, the other one out of the pot, put it in the new pot, bit of water, press it down a bit, water it, and Bob's your dad's brother, it's ready to go again. Give it another year and it'll be need to be replanted again. But succulents are, are an unreal plant if you, if you need to get a plant or want to get a plant. Uh, they're super easy to, to look after. Kind of like cactuses. You water them once. Once a month or whenever. And once the soil is completely dry for a while. Water it again. It's basically it. Make sure it has some sun. Photosynthesis and that. Green. Sun. Food. Growth. Life. Uh, that's that's a couple of ways I was procrastinating anyway. I hoovered my room, which was something I rarely do in general. Oh, I did did some washing when I really didn't need to. I had like two t-shirts to wash. Pff, waste of electricity, but anyway. Procrastination, that's what it does to you. Dangerous thing. I've made pancakes. I don't even like pancakes that much, but they're very nice. It's not something I've ever made before, but I did. <laughs> like I said, that's what procrastinating does to you. But, yeah, I'm just delighted to have the sport back again. I think I said that in the last podcast, but... Two good games this weekend. It's just great to have. I'd be lost without sport, to be honest. And I was last year. So it's great to have it back just is, you know. I tend to do a lot of deep thinking at night. I think most people do. It's just that time when... When you have time to really think about things. And everything's kind of... 
it's a it's a time when when thoughts are intensified, I guess. Whether it's negative or positive, whatever you're thinking about becomes um, intensified. And I got into this deep thought about how about how the world is in collaboration and how we kind of we need everyone around us simply to survive my mindset might sound a bit dramatic but this is where my thoughts went I started thinking of how like I'm a very quite a private person as odd as that sounds I'm on a bloody podcast I'm quite the introvert well I always was anyway and I, I like to think that I kind of I don't know I'm I'm not I'm independent basically I hate this I'm trying to think how this thought actually start started but I don't really know I kind of I almost came to this conclusion before the thought that he didn't even got got a chance to like get off the floor to be honest but basically the thought went that we're all in collaboration with one another and personally anyway we might look at ourselves like we are our own person that we don't need to rely on others that's it I was looking at Joe Delaney the YouTuber and this is where it kind of stemmed from his music comes from this DJ called Farzy from the UK and I was thinking about how this YouTuber he needs that music from this DJ he can't do it himself he might have an editor but I think he edits everything himself a lot of people don't though he uses YouTube as a platform so he needs all those YouTube workers he uses uh, Bulk as an example there one of his sponsors Like there's all these people around him that help and contribute so that he can do his job and live. And this word collab is used a lot on YouTube, collaboration. Where say two YouTubers will come together and have a collaboration and combine their audiences or grow their audiences, whatever it's for. And it, the same goes for for society, where everyone's in collaboration. It's just a funny word to look at it that way. We all need everyone around us, or else like we'd be stuck in the stone age. We'd be hunting, hunting and gathering ourselves. And I was trying to think of an even simpler example, like Steve down at Tesco who stacks shelves. Without that guy. I couldn't get my low-fat slimline 1% milk. I'd have to go to a farm and bloody squeeze it out of a cow myself. It's just, yeah, it's mad. And I was thinking, in a way, 
it might make you feel insignificant and un unable to live alone because we rely on so many other people. Simply like to provide food, shelter. None of us built our own houses. If you did, that's well impressive. Fair play. But most people didn't. Shelter, food, water, like all this simple stuff comes from other people's um, jobs. And your job does that for somebody else in another way. Unless you're a podcaster like me. Mm. Interesting. But in another way, anyway, going back to the significance. In one way, you it might be might make somebody look insignificant, one person in society. But in another way, every individual is only significant because, like I said, we rely on each other, and we re we live in a society of give and take, supply and demand. We might be uber intelligent. We are the superior being on this planet. But we still need each other. And it's just facts. But yeah, that was my deep thought for the night. So if you ever feel insignificant. Just know you're one of one of seven billion. That sounds very insignificant to be honest. <laughs> But every one of us is one in seven billion, so that doesn't look at it that way. We're all equal. There you go. Uh, this, this road, man. This road. It's half seven in the evening. Private, quiet road. Very dark out. This woman parks behind me. Why right behind me? Like, it's just very odd. Anyway, she hops out, takes her little terrier out of the car. They're obviously going for a walk. She obviously fails to put the leash on him. I see him sprint off through a gate into a field of sheep. Just great. Just great dog ownership there. <clears throat> the terrier's barking away at the sheep. They're probably asleep. Poor little feckers. But. Anyway she kind of followed him up to the gate. Was calling him. Not very effectively obviously. Because he didn't come at all. This went on for about 10 minutes. She was kind of waiting for him to come out of the sheep field. <laughs> like. She was got to a stage where. She was actually saying. I'm going to get very angry at you. Uh, which was not reciprocated, reciprocated from the dog. Um, yes, she was failing pretty hard, and I was watching the whole time, and she knew I was as well, which made it even better. <laughs> but just, oh, I don't know, some dog owners are just awful. I feel sorry for some pets, like. If this was the daytime and if the farmer was close, like they'd just come and shoot the dog because you can't be having dogs attacking sheep. It's just not right. And I think a lot of owners don't even realise this. But yeah, her dog just sprints off into the field and starts 
verbally anyway. I didn't see what was going on, but verbally attacking the sheep. Sheep probably don't give a shit. This tiny little rat yapping at them. But just, just I don't know. Just be better. Just put on a leash. Yeah, and then the dog came out eventually. She put on a leash. And then, 10 metres down the road, once they're past the sheep field, I see her taking off the leash again. As they're going to walk, like... What's the even point of the leash, then? Oh, I don't know. Some people. Drive you mad. You know what? I'm going to leave this one fairly short. Short and sweet. Well, I know we didn't really talk about sports at all, but this was part of what uh, what cut my momentum. I was thinking about what my podcast should be, and does it need a proper identity? Because a lot of the podcasts I listen to, well, some of them anyway, they have a very clear cut identity. This is what we do. It's based around. Uh, take Joe Marler's podcast for example every week it's about something the title is literally about and they have a guest on say they had a paramedic this week which was, it was very interesting actually and another week they had like a midwife another week they had a lawyer so it's like you know what you're getting every week something even though it's, it might be a different topic completely but it's a structure something as big as Joe Rogan he might have to be looked at differently because he's so big, but he has a guest on every every time. Simple as he never does one on his own. It's always a guest. And again it could be a completely different topic every week, but you know what you're getting. Then you have like the likes of rugby podcasts where it's about rugby and they might go off on tangents, but it is a rugby based podcast. And I was thinking, do I need to to make a clear cut, uh, like genre for myself, or do I need a like a proper identity? And I don't know. I'll keep thinking about it because I haven't really come to an exact to an answer. Like I started off this podcast thinking it would be all sports, and then I'm talking about bloody deep thoughts at night and annoying people that park beside me <laughs> and sometimes that stuff is more entertaining isn't it I think so anyway don't answer your rhetorical question that's horrible carry on and then I was like you know what? I watch a lot of movies and series especially at the moment in lockdown and I was like I could always do like little reviews because reviews are fun but it's not sport And then I have the odd guest on. So it's a bit mixed and matched at the moment. And maybe it'll always be like that. And maybe that's the way to go because otherwise it would just be boring. I could be doing Formula 1 week in, week out. But I'd get bored of that. I probably couldn't do guests every week yet. But it'd be interesting enough. Yeah, but... um. Yeah, but um, uh, I say uh, way too much. I still do. It's very frustrating. 
yeah, that's where my head is at, basically. These are my thoughts. Maybe I've shared too much. <laughs> we'll see. Anyway, that is about it for this week's podcast. Podcasts. Podcast. Thanks for joining me. Um, as I said, yeah, I missed last week, but I'm back now. I'm determined to get the ball rolling and keep this momentum going, as we talked about before. All about that momentum. Keep it going. Just keep on swimming. Just keep swimming. Just like Dory said, you know. Dory has her shit down. She knows what's happening. But yeah, thanks for listening to my ranting. This week was a proper rant. Very few facts. <laughs> but that's that's how we do it. We mix it up. Um, enjoy your weekends. Hopefully we get more of this good weather. My cat is staring at me through the window. Thanks for being here, cat. Um, yeah, thanks for joining me. And that has been the Cheers Jeff podcast. Cheers. <laughs>